With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. You are listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tox Machina airs live at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, and it's also uploaded to youtube.com slash critical role on Thursday mornings. If you like our podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, here's this week's episode of Tox Machina. Later. <laughs> we'll get to that. Are we on the internet? I hope so, because I don't want to do this over again. Oh, let's not. <laughs> Tonight, the Mighty Nine get spied on, meet a new and old ally, and re-enter the happy fun ball. Ooh. Does that mean what I think it does? Yes. We're going to break it all down with my guest, Matt. Yes. Hello. Hi. Towson. Oh, God. Hi. What? The lights match your hair for once. Yeah, I know, I like it. It's about time. Mm-hmm. Spared no expense. All that and more tonight <laughs> on Talks Machina. There's a chicken loose in the on the on the CR set. Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Typical Tuesday. It's Chicken Tuesday. It's Chicken Tuesday. Yeah. Nobody told me. I had I had turkey. It's a catastrophe. Oh. Yeah. Oh, off to a start. Yeah. Allison. I had to do something with it. It was just you know. No, we don't need to do anything. <laughs> Let's cleanse our palate with some announcements. Let me handle the bad jokes. I was told specifically by Travis Willingham when offered this job, mm. the point of the show is to make you guys look good. You know, Thursday night, that doesn't always happen. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this show is what that's for. You get you get the weekend, get your shit together, explain yourself. You know what I mean? It's a valid point. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. We appreciate it. You're welcome. I'm glad I could provide this platform for you. <laughs> first, the collected edition of our first Six-issue run of our comic book series, Vox Machina Origins Wolverine, is available (laughs) right now in trade paperback format at your local comic and retail shops. Available now. Yes. Finally. 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 Now, the standard edition, which I hold in my hands right now, this is a hardcover. Yes. Ow. Good job. I gotta stop doing that. Such soft hands. Punch the jacket one time. The standard edition hardcover <laughs> exclusive is also now available in both the US and UK Critical Role online shops. What? Obviously, Quebec is excluded from that, unfortunately. <laughs> stop excluding them from things. Christina, Quebec cannot, they, they're not able to order from the website, correct? They totally can. Ah! They can? Yep. What? But I thought. We can't send them this though, because they, they just can't win something. Yep. They can't win something. I would see if they made like a third part of the Escape from New York and LA Escape Escape from Quebec. Quebec. Would be from really. Quebec. I'd pay money for that. I'm not kidding, even yeah. a little. Probably I bet long. You'll yeah. short drive. Probably see some photoshopped <sighs> Kurt Russell posters. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell, uh, Russell driving oh. in a Volvo. He needs need some Quebec. work anyway. We're, yep. we're yep. working on it, Russell. <laughs> we're working on it. <laughs> 
Well, another announcement. <laughs> this show is off to a great start. I'm, I'm here to derail. We're here does to. Does he go by Russell? Spooky. He does not. He goes. Yeah, his last. No. His friends call him Russell. Oh, yeah. Okay. Close friends. It's Russ. Yeah. Mm. It's just Russ. Hey, Pub Draw's back. Speaking of Kurt Russell, <laughs> join Babs Tar. Our, you guys remember Babs Tar from season one of Oh yeah. Of Pub Draw was mm. amazing. I remember Babs Tar from the other day. Yeah. Well, you're, we're not all so lucky. We don't get to hang out with Babs Tar all the time. Jesus, a what a way to rub it in. I know. I, look, I, I love my friends. Us look like we have no friends. We just hang out with each other. Anyway, Pub Draw with Kurt Russell is back. Join Babs Tar, our fearless teacher, Marisha Ray. You know her from this program and others. Mm-hmm. Special guest Mika Burton. Yeah. Ooh. Not ringing a bell. <laughs> she on IMDb? Uh, extensively. I, I'm not picturing. I see. I see blankness. I see. I see no face at all when I hear that name. I almost see the opposite of. What's the opposite of a face? An ass. I see an ass when I hear Mika Burton. Wow. Anyway, pub draw with special guest Mika Burton for some reason tomorrow, Wednesday, October 16th, 5 p.m. Pacific. It was a mistake getting him a nemesis. Yeah, I know. We really, we really should have just kept him fighting himself. But the perfect nemesis. It was, it was eventually going to happen. I know. And, and it's great, too, because I don't know who's going to win. I really don't know. Well, I... I You're all going to I know who's going to win. I have money. Yeah, we know who's going to win. We're trying to be polite. You know, yeah. He's you get a host. Yeah. You get a host. You get a host. <laughs> also, one final announcement. Uh, Undeadwood, our four-part supernatural miniseries featuring me as your game marshal, premieres this Friday. We hope October 18th <laughs> at 7 p.m. Pacific. Check out my shirt, Mr. Wu's Laundry and Waste Disposal. I wore this in honor of, uh, you know, the show. But <laughs> it's going to be this Friday, October 18th, 7 p.m. Pacific. VOD available immediately for our Twitch channel subscribers. If you're not one of those, click this button, Zach. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm getting I mean, good. enough. I'm getting good at this. And it's going to be on YouTube on Sundays. Now, Matthew. Yes. You, I asked to be a player because A, you're a great player. You love Deadwood. You don't get a chance to play very often. All three things. And it's a Western. Might be true. And it's a Western. What time is it? Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? That kind of a thing. So, but did you have a good time? I, up until now. No, 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 uh, back when we shot it. Who cares about it? <laughs> no, I had a great time, yeah. actually. I'm super excited for people to check it out. It's be- um, I, I, you know, I've been a big fan of uh, Deadlands as a, a setting for ages. And uh, and you did this yourself years ago for a charity. Yeah, thing, right? I did. Yeah. I, I, I ran my own kind of like a short-term one-shot of, of Deadwood, nowhere near as extensive as what you put together. Um, but it was cool to be on the, the player side. And, uh, the guests were phenomenal. Like yes. Anjali and, and uh, Kari were both incredible. Travis and, and Marisha really pulled it out. I'm just excited to have been a part of it, and I'm excited yeah. for you guys to check it out. It's it's pretty badass. It's pretty badass. Uh, we've not really done anything like that here yet. So not really. It, it was a, it's been fun. It's it's its own yeah. it's its own beast. It's, it's definitely its true. Beast. Yeah. Lots of gifable moments for all you arsequeefs out there. Just kidding. There's only one. Let us now discuss <laughs> episode 80 of Critical Role. The Folding Hands. Does that mean halls? This? Is it the folding halls or the, the folding, folding hands? The folding halls. Halls. It says hands on the screen. Max, is, what does it say on the screen? What does it say on the card that's about to pop up? <laughs> it says halls. It says halls? Let's see. The folding <laughs> halls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! We love you, Max. No, don't leave. No, don't leave. Okay, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Oh no, no, I was joking. Don't leave me, Max. No, I was joking. Leave. No. Okay, come back with Cheetos if you do, and a little bit more. Hey, we have. (laughs) By the way, shout out to our wardrobe, uh, our wardrobe person for this wonderful jacket, Talison. Thank you. Uh, Talison, let me <laughs> from from this. my yeah. I'd, I'd forgotten that it was here, and I'm glad you found it, and you look good in it. But does he have a car? You know, mm. Marisha said I look like I was on my way to a audition for a high school uh, production of Grease. Yeah, definitely high school. That makes sense. But that means I look young. No. No. Well, we have somebody in that movie. You're the guy who shouldn't be going to the high school production. You've been held of Grease. back like twelve years. Yeah, yeah, at least. 
Well, art it's imitates life. It's the fact life. that it has a hoodie. Huh? It's the fact that it has a hoodie. You're welcome. There we are. <laughs> hey, teens. <laughs> yeah, I'd punch you. <laughs> want to buy some? Uh, <laughs> want to buy some dope? Oh, God, no. you just look like How a warning sign. I'm never going to be able to wear that and take myself seriously ever again. <laughs> Why? I'm not wearing a wire. This is this microphone. No <laughs> <laughs> biggie. Hey, we have some Crit Roll stats. All, All right. right. For episode 80, those are brought to you by our friends at Crit Roll Stats. You know that? Caduceus. Yeah. Played so brilliantly by you, Talison, after this week, Molly's yeah. tragic death. Received <laughs> the Whoa. campaign's fort. What? <laughs> Received the campaign's 40th whisper to insight check Allura. How 40 dare. whispers. How dare. <laughs> high, yeah. high insight, motherfucker. High insight. I love high it. Insight. It's so good. Taliesin has received the most whispers this campaign mm -hmm. with 17. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Is it all about the campaign? Every once in a while, you're just like, hey, what are you doing later? Should we hit up Taco Bell? You know? Hmm? I, I do occasionally throw them off. Yeah, that's Just actually true. Yeah. Um, I mean, I always give them pertinent information, but usually after I mess. Sometimes it's like there's going to be a drink order or something like that, or like, do you want yeah. anything from <laughs> you know, you want any coffee? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll sit there and go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is your left hand a little numb too? You know, yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you also craving some Krispy Kremes? Krispy <laughs> Kremes. Uh, Caduceus rolled his 10th natural one. Disregarded thanks to Warcaster. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. He loves to fail. Yeah, no, he doesn't. But still, but you love to fail. I love to, you know, fail, yeah. failing, failing, especially yeah. failing when it's just awkward is just kind of great. It's so. pretty amazing. Well, you had the golden snake. She gave it to Matt. Someone mm -hmm. stole it. Yeah. And now you have something else. I, I kind of hope somewhere out there the golden snitch is kind of having whatever it would be the like the D twenty version of Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> Madcapped adventures. I don't know what they I, are. I like to imagine it more of like like the it's transitioned into monkey paw status, mm. where the person who stole it like their luck has changed to such a terrible way oh, that they're just it's like they they like they raided a tomb kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and the more curse like is slowly the brave overtaking. little toaster, and it's like oh. desperately trying to get back to you. Find a oh. Back. oh, that'd be kind of sweet. It's like made friends along the way. There's like a D four along like a, with it, like a little Milo like and Otis, a, like a like a like a beetle. <laughs> One night, like at like midnight, your door's gonna knock, yeah. and you're gonna, the door's gonna slowly open, and there's just <laughs> this niche right there, and you're gonna have this like warm reunion. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> be excited. I will. I will. I will emote. It traveled hundreds of miles to get back. <laughs> to you. Show it some respect. Turn it into a necklace or something. Kind of melt by it, a bear. Yeah, <laughs> melt yeah, it down and get your grill replaced with it's it. It's only a D twelve now. <laughs> the Beatles it lost eight itself. sides getting to you. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Anyway, continue, please. Yes. Where, 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 where? The story is making me teary-eyed. Well, then I started, I started a whole new narrative just by bringing up the golden thing. Hey, it's been 90 days since the Mighty Nine were last in the heirloom sphere. 90 oh, days. Yeah. All right. That's close to three months. By the uh, Gregorian calendar. Indeed. Yeah. Not mm -hmm. that far off from the Alexandrian one, either. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Take that. Yeah, they're pretty close, huh? Yeah, it makes it easy. Cool. <laughs> Similar. Yeah, whatever you Similar. Yeah. Uh, not called Allura four misnomers. Lady Alina, Elena, Miss Elena, and Alana. Bo chimed in with Alyssa. <laughs> it's pretty great. Very, very Sam. Yeah. I know, what a beautiful moment, and Sam had to Sam all over it. I get it, though. I get so, it, too. It's good. We have a brand to maintain. It's Sam not being funny. Hey, our first question yes. is from Evan Graham. Evan. I, did, I did get Sam, though, earlier. He was in the conference room, and mm -hmm. I said, hey, are you staying until you're on talks tonight? And he was like, mm -mm. Good man. I had him for like a second. I saw his heart I was going to say, because he was, he was pretty discombobulated. He today, was. So That's why I was like, You could have like, really gotten in there. It'll work on him. <laughs> Travis is very easy. Every week I say it to Travis, and he's like, you know. It's great. Evan no. Graham wants to know, question for Matt. Yes. Mm. Up until now, references to the first campaign have been little more than Easter eggs. What made you decide now was the time to introduce the first major character from campaign one into the story, and why did you specifically choose Allura? It was less of a choice of like, now's the time to introduce something, and more figuring out the situation in the world where if they went to Yusa, the state they'd find him in, and how they would be able to uh, 
to kind of really figure out the circumstances they themselves have found themselves in and how to help them. Mm. It could have been just finding notes, but that also knowing how careful a mage like him would have been to not leave behind a huge paper trail um, to, to things like this. It made more sense that he would probably have to call an ally in. And again, thinking about allies, there aren't a lot of like mages on this continent that are kind of unified, that aren't part of the Cerberus Assembly. Um, and I was like, well, you know, it'd be kind of fun if he was, you know, at least allied somewhat with the Arcana Pansophical. And then thinking of that, I was like, eh, I guess it'd be kind of fun to have Allura in, you know, especially with with the party having kind of as uh, intense as the past, past, past few sessions had been. Um, I thought it all made sense, and it would be a fun little moment to kind of throw a little bit of that old campaign one charm at them. So yeah, so it, it, it eventually led to that place, and then it was like, ah, it makes sense, and it'll be fun. Yeah, we'll get to you in about it in a second. Okay, mm. Danny, sir, I was at home watching with my landlady's nephew. I wasn't here to see your reaction. What was your reaction when that happened? During the <laughs> may have freaked out uh-huh. just a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, I... The skylight windows that are now broken out, uh-huh. was that from your screams? Maybe. Okay. I wasn't actually <laughs> able to pay attention to the room around me, so I don't actually remember the windows bursting. Christina, were you here for that moment? Tracks. What did Danny do? She ran from the office to the lobby. <laughs> she ran from the office to the lobby. And you jumped up and down screaming together. We heard. That's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. I specifically sequester myself away so that I can pay attention. And so if I do scream or yell or something, y'all don't hear it. But then things like that happen and it's like my soul leaves my body and I actually have to like find someone to freak out with. And then I realize (laughs) after it's happened that I messed up and put myself back where I was specifically trying to stay away from. I understand. And look, like, and you, that, I need I mean, to stop doing that. You're speaking for the fan base at this point. You need to run farther away. Well, we, it's how we check the feed delay, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's there like it something will happen and we'll like, hmm. eight, nine. Oh, okay, there we go. There's, there's Dave. Sorry. <laughs> there's Dave. Oh, no. It legitimately, I, I do really try not to. And then So funny. It's all, we like it. It's all good. Hey, uh, Extra Chris, is this jacket really noisy on my mic, or are you okay? Somewhere in between. It's a very noisy jacket. Somewhere in between. Let me move it away from the uh, microphone a little bit. Talison, mm-hmm. enough horsing around here. <laughs> Allison Hatfield wants to know, what was running through your mind when Matt started describing Lura? Also, on the most meta note, how does it feel to have such a powerful ally show up from the previous campaign? How hard is it to separate what you know from what Caduceus knows? She's mm. gone evil. She's going to murder us all. Oh, boy. Uh, no. uh. <laughs> oh, boy. Worst. I mean, I don't, that eyebrow is so disturbing to me, Matthew. What when he mean? does that? Yeah. It's so disturbing. It's fine. <laughs> don't do it. I can't no, look at you. It. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Uh, no, do it again. Ooh. <laughs> All right, we got it. We got it. I mean, it was, I mean, like the minute the description kicked in, it was just, it was definitely some candy. And I was like, okay, this is, this is nice. This is everything I needed right now. I'm very, very excited. (laughs) This is, uh, and, and Caduceus is always excited for new people, especially if they feel pretty chill and otherwise. And Mm -hmm. he's, he's, he's just so happy that, that, that it seems like everybody's kind of coming together around something and, and, and kind of taking some responsibility for, for what they want and stop be, and they're, they're going to hopefully stop being quite so um, reactionary. Yeah. So he, he's, he's, he's kind of hoping that this is finally the thing that, that where he's no longer feeling like there's just a couple of them that are kind of trying to hold everybody together versus mm-hmm. why can't everyone just make good decisions all the time? Yeah. Just his... <laughs> You know his thought on the process. So fair enough. Uh, he likes her. It's so He's easy excited. for him to think. That. Uh, he likes people. Mm-hmm. People are fun, and he likes this. Yeah, he, he, he's he's excited. People are fun. People are fun. People are fun. fun. Ryan to be new fun. friend. What am I gonna do? <laughs> it's been it's been. You heard it here first. Page runner underscore mm-hmm. J for both of you. Oh, just how shocking was that shocking reveal in the whisper after Caduceus's insight check of Allura? I was entirely fucking with everyone at the table. Damn. <laughs> so, 
sorry. You are a master. I was just specifically trying to make some weird faces in the hope that I like really threw Travis. That's hilarious. Tra yeah, Travis, Travis and Marisha were kind of looking at me, so I just wanted to like, I broke eye contact and just tried to make a couple things and tried to hide them as quickly as possible, just in the hopes that it would really like worry them. Uh, not this episode, but the one before. Mm -hmm. I had uh, two of my friends over, Dom and Mila, who you guys know. And they, Dom saw like, uh, Sam check his phone during the show. And he was like, Sam check his phone during the show? I was like, he has kids, and, you know, you just never know or whatever. And so he was like, text him something. <clears throat> it was like, a, he wasn't real, not wasn't doing this. So I texted him that he had a piece of glitter on his cheek. <laughs> and I'm thinking he's just gonna do this real fast, you know? And so we see him like 30 seconds later, check the phone and he goes, and then he writes, did I get it? <laughs> and I waited like five minutes and I was like, yes. <laughs> he straight up was like, go walk back through the episode. You'll see him do the biggest movement. Like, <laughs> I thought like, watch, it won't disturb anything. He's just gonna go like this, you know? No. Nope, not no. Sam. You're a terrible person. I appreciate it. That's Dumped wonderful. Dumped the whole flask on his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I get it? Uh. Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Emo. Please, please oh. give that moment, by the way. Yeah. No, stop it. <laughs> Don't tell them anything. This one I respect. Emo nobody. Emo no. nobody. Solid. Look Emo at no the way that it's spelled. It's solid. Nice. Matt. Ooh. Yes. You've said before that Allura was almost like your own avatar in the world you had created. How did it feel to have her interact with a new band of adventurers? It was pretty strange, because it's not just Allura, it's Allura 20 years later, and like considering the experiences she's been through, uh, how she's matured and changed over the years, and way, what way she hasn't, um, it was kind of a cool thought exercise in taking the character through the paces of that time period uh, between meeting him, and, and it, was, it, was, it was kind of wild. It was wild to like step into her again, and especially uh, with an entirely new surrounding, new band of heroes without any previous history and trying to trying to do that while also balance the the insanity of the players reactions versus staying in the moment like I knew there'd be a little of that I guess I didn't expect it to be quite so intense but you know that's on me yeah um, we are we are chaos you are bodied, so yeah. you are a, a, a very rambunctious uh, crew and I appreciate mm. that but no it was it was it was really cool it was a lot of fun it's it was like it was like finding an old an old, beloved, warm coat or outfit that you hadn't played, you know, worn in a while, and then it still fits. Like you know? this one? Yeah. Yes, Alora's energy is that of a fake leather hooded jacket. Whoa. Tell that's Alora's energy. No, I'll cop to it. I mean, that's not even fake it's leather. That's fake. like fake vinyl. That's like plastic. <laughs> I don't know how you fake, fake vinyl. He told me it was fiberglass. It's the only reason why I wore it. It's supposed to be good for the circulation. It'll, it'll open you up. New Steve told me right before the show. So the jacket's got to be great for your flow, you know? Yeah. I thought that's what he was talking about. Ten, ten minutes, give or take. Yeah. Yeah. Talison right. distract us from the crew's lies with an answer <laughs> to this question from Costumer Delight. How long have you been sitting on asking Allura if she was a good or a bad maid? I mean, I mean... It was it was it was a visit from Glenda. I was I was very proud of that. <laughs> yeah, kind of. The, the minute you walked in, I'm like, well, I know what I'm saying, and I was just waiting for everybody. I was like, I just have a bad one-liner. I need to get out of my system. <laughs> I just can't concentrate. Sometimes you think of something really dumb to say, and you just can't concentrate until you actually say it, and you have to sit quietly for eight to ten minutes of actual serious conversation to happen. And you're like, all right, I have a couple serious thoughts, but okay, that's getting covered. All right, that's fine. Okay, somebody else is covering that too. Okay, I get to be the idiot and say something mm -hmm. dumb. <laughs> so delightful. You just described my so job delightful. Of the show. Yeah, more or less. Minus the funny shit, but everything else yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it's. I'm, I'm. No, those are fun moments though, when you're like, oh yeah, oh, no. I, I get to, yeah. I get to be. All the boxes are, are checked. I get to come in with the punchline. I just, I just get to be snarky and dumb, and it's, yeah. it's fantastic. Which is so different from pretty much every other character I've played with you yeah as and so this like it's very off for me yeah it, but that but it's I'm so fascinating it. and fun it's a whole different energy and and you're it i'm you having can, fun you can tell you can tell that Thank you're, you. you're enjoying it thoroughly and every oh. time every time you come in with like a delightful quip or a caduceus reaction that is very much on on it's, par with it's his it's just like my version of grog at this point kind of yeah, yeah. Oh, like, interesting it's just, yeah, yeah it's a lot it's like i'm yeah i can get away with a lot of things i wouldn't normally be able to get it's away with great. i'm yeah. a fan i'm, I'm a fan too <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. It makes me almost happy Molly died because now we have. Wow. Kids. No. Wow. wow. So yeah. dark. I said almost. So dark. It's Halloween, man. Nobody knows what's going to happen. I also said almost, you know. Molly, Molly's going to come back and exact his, his revenge on Halloween night. There you go. On Brian W. Yeah, Foster. on Brian W. Foster. We're going to storm his bedroom. The ghost, like, the ghost <laughs> of three, three D&D characters. Well, yeah, I'll keep my ears by. out in the middle of the night for that distinguished accent. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you sitting on that? Because damn, the last, wow. The last eight minutes of oh, that's serious so, conversation. That's so solid. <laughs> Matt. Yes. Oh no, Danny. Oh. I know. Danny. I know. I okay, I read just the question. I didn't read the, the name. Oh. How do we transition to this? You can't. I mean, okay, there's, Matt, there's no ability. Um <laughs> Matt, and I promise you, this is not one of my other internet accounts. Okay. We have a question from Caleb's Family Barbecue. Oh. <laughs> If I feel bad, if I feel bad, something's wrong. Sorry. <laughs> We're gonna get through this. Wow. Are you okay? I'm okay. You okay? I'm okay. In honor of the return night. of the Happy Fun Ball, can we get a quick top three most infuriating, infuriating, mm-hmm. yeah. infuriating? That's a word. Nicknames the players have made up for my cool shit from you right now. <laughs> Oh man, um, I mean, Happy Fun Ball's pretty uh, up there. I mean, none of it's infuriating. It's more NPC names that I kind of get frustrated with. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Jimetti Costco. Um, Jumanji, Costco. Jumanji Costco, Jumanji definitely. Costco, definitely. Uh, I thought that was o- the auditors was was a lot of fun. Yeah, the auditors, auditors of the auditors. Auditor auditors. The, that, those, that's more recent memory. Mm-hmm. Um, in Pravan from the first campaign, but I should have known better. That's my fault for not saying it out loud. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. Like you write a lot of these things down, and visually you're like, "Oh, that's interesting and a dynamic and, and unique title or name in a fantasy setting." And then the first time you say it out loud, you're like, "Oh shit, I have Laura I'll, Bailey at the table." I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll say it now so I don't do it later. I almost refer to Laura as his ball buddy. So that's a. I decided. That's one I decided against. That's pretty. I mean, it's, it's good to have a ball buddy if you're going to go have in. You have buddy. to have a buddy in case Everyone you get a ball buddy ball. before you go in. Make sure you're going to be our ball buddy for this. <laughs> I don't I know, mean. man. I don't know, man. I'm not buying the shit, Matt. I'm not buying the shit from you, dude. After, after, after GMing you and seeing some of the shenanigans that you pulled, I don't know, man. I'm not buying it. I think, uh, you know, you weren't disrespectful to any of my NPCs or anything like that, you know, by messing up the names. But, uh, you know, you had your own. Uh, he did his own player shenanigans. Oh yeah, player Nothing shenanigans upset are, me. Right, but player it was, shenanigans are fun. No, but you were. He's so good. There's literally not a frame of his performance that isn't like. Well, with a with with happy. facial hair like he had, what else can you do? Well, now people know why you shaved the beard. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. Well, I was going to shave it earlier, um, but then when we started developing Undead Wood, I was everything. like, ah, hold on to it for a few more months just so I can. Have I didn't that even look. know that that's what it was for until later. And then it was getting thick one day, and you were like, yeah, I'm going to do it for Undead Wood. And I was like, yeah. Oh, anytime, no. anytime you grow a beard, the first time you like, as I think, like, I will say as a teen, like, as a, as a 20 something, when I finally had my first full beard, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's time to get rid of it. You, at least for like an hour, you, you get rid of that. You just want to walk around and see yeah. what that's like. What did oh, Julius I, Caesar say when you said you were going to get rid of the beard? What did he say? No, that wasn't a joke. Oh, I that's thought it was a joke. Specific. It was very a joke. seriously. It that was a joke. joke. What did he say? I was, like, I was hoping that that was that was shave the beard. He, he, he said, "Ah, oh, oh, God, get this thing out of me. I'm dying. I'm bleeding. Good God." <laughs> Whoa! Wow! Wow! I can take it there. <laughs> so you mentioned so you mentioned offhandedly that you were going to shave your beard while A2? stabbing there him. There you are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what Tell else? He's accomplished a lot in his time. That's true. And we had to make a fast exit out of Rome. You're going to like you're going to mess with your face. He said, "Julius, thanks for bringing all those knives for me to shave with. You didn't have to bring them all in your bag." You know. You know that it's meme a very of, tacky, uh, tacky yeah. knife block. Yeah. You know that meme of the of, of the, 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 the creepy wow. No, wow. I'm so sorry. Of, 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 of Too the, soon. The creepy little girl who's in the foreground of the, the <laughs> home building in the background uh, yeah, are yeah. burning. Mm. Uh, that's Talison in a lot of historical oh, yeah. documentation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fall of Rome. Yeah, photoshopped him into every single one of them. He was there. Yep. Well. <laughs> Do you know what else we're going to Photoshop you into? Oh, no. This week's Cosplay of the Week. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Cosplay of the Week. Cosplay yeah. of the Week. This one's good. I'm excited. Good. <laughs> I've barely seen the internet, so I'm Cables so excited. Cables leading Same. to nowhere. Cables to nowhere. 
Our winner, I, we're back. Our winner <laughs> for this week was sent in by Sarah Cook at SACook03. Photo by Emily at ME underscore D underscore one, two, three. Give it to me. Give it to me. Take a look. Show me what you've got. Oh, yes. mood. Oh, perfect weather too. I, know. I love it. That's so cool. I love the way that she's holding her hands and it's like the yeah. pose. It's so good. Yeah, like delicate and imposing, creepy. Oh, it's so good. I love it. Yeah, no, I'm into it. Ever since oh, we John, Sarah, decided Emily. to do this cosplay of the week thing, the submissions we're getting—it's <laughs> embarrassment of riches, as they say. Mm-hmm. For real. Where did the dog petter go? <laughs> oh, I'm not talking about anything. I'm talking about congrats to you, Sarah Cook. You have won this Macassar Ebony Dice Vault. <laughs> I'm perfectly comfortable that that's how it's supposed to be said. Oh God. I haven't smelled one like this before. Dang. Ooh, it's got like almost a fruity bacon. bacon. It's almost got like a fruity vibe to it. <laughs> oh, actually, this is kind of interesting. Oh. It's almost citrusy, sort of. I wonder if they spray it with uh, lemon juice or something mm-hmm. to preserve okay. the wood. Oh, that's mm-hmm. was nice. It's almost you, like Steve, a, you do a lot of woodworking, don't like you? Do they spray lemon like juice a, on it? Like like a South Madagascar yeah. afternoon. Mm. It's not a Madagascar. Tuesday. Have time for you, Brian. Tuesday. Like, no, he's, he's busy. He's like got a four four ten. Four ten in the afternoon, I think. Four ten, four fifteen. Mm-hmm. Around there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Wait <laughs> ten minutes and you're in for a good time. Right. Wow. Wonderful. Don't forget, you can enter our weekly contest by visiting critroll.com. Now, we do not want to rip a sleeve on this beautiful jacket. <laughs> Slash. Oh, submit. Rules for our contests are available at critroll.com. Are you all right? (laughs) 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 Oh, we're halfway through the show. Should we celebrate? Let's let's celebrate. Let's celebrate the question for Taliesin. That's okay too. Sure, sure. By Tracy Parks. We'll celebrate with the answer. Mm. Given the arcane nature of the artificial environment of the FHFB, what does Caduceus feel about the nature of it all? Is he worried that these areas go against the WM? I can genuinely say he hasn't thought about it. Mm. Uh, that I, I don't think it's really occurred to him. I, in fact, I don't even think it really occurred to him that, that he was not in a forest. I, don't, I think that's... I'm always, I'm always, I, I have conflicted, I was, it's the, it's the, I have the, what, what would Caduceus think is kind of, anytime I feel like I have a good idea in the game, I have to have that moment of, is this, a, is this a plan Caduceus would have come up with, or is this just me trying to be clever? Oh. And it usually comes down to like, what information would he have, a, like, is available here? What would his observations lead him to? What are the things that he knows versus the things that he doesn't know? And uh, I don't think he understands what the ball is enough to really be disturbed by it yet. Although now where we are with the tower, I think that may be different now. But like, <laughs> like trying, trying to <laughs> comprehend that that wasn't life. really a forest, that they didn't just get teleported to a forest somewhere. It was just a forest. That was just, just like, like where, you know, where there was a river and thing. Like, I, I don't think it occurred to him that there was anything weird going on. Yeah. It was just a, you know, like it's just a teleported someone else, somewhere else. I don't think he's really grasped that things are weird and that it was actually like this weird micro reality that you might have been able to hit the wall of or like that, or like, like what it could have possibly been. Right. And now that, now that there's the big um, MC Escher nightmare in front of us, I think he might be <laughs> having a little bit of a, uh, but. Yeah, I'm curious to see his reaction the next, uh, next session. I know you got some stuff, I assume. I got a few up. things. Yeah. Got a few things ready. It, it hasn't occurred to, he, he's just, it's too far out of his, out of his, uh, uh, his reality to really have a sense that anything's too weird yet. I like that there's a lot of times where stuff happens and he will say that Caduceus isn't really reading into it as much as everybody else is. Yeah. It's interesting, he, he maintains a level of sort of distance and the level of sort of he, you know. he I, I think he's really astute at everybody else's reaction that is that is normally where he gets his information from is how is everyone else reacting to everything wow and do i feel like they're off base or on base are you like that N- some days i i i've got bits of that but like i turn off there's a whole there's the whole like weird like like data mining that i have of like all the strange fact factoids and and anytime I have that, oh, you could do this and this, he wouldn't have any clue about that. Never mind. Let's just keep moving on. And, yeah. yeah. And those are the ideas where I'm like, 
Uh, Percy is yelling in the back of my head. Like, <laughs> yeah, yep. Not uh-huh. about you. Go away. Yep. The gun-talking white-haired you. devil on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. He was just <laughs> yeah. like, "Why aren't you building that?" I'm like, "I wouldn't know how to do that. That's just ridiculous." <laughs> I, just I think that guy looks shifty, though. Talk. I, yeah. I know. Me too. Well, we can deep fake it. <laughs> Please oh, don't. No more. Let that technology die. Okay, mm. I will. Matt. Yeah. While that's dying, answer this question. Okay. M yeah. underscore Basutil. Basutil. Mm. M Basut. Did Yasa actually tell Wensforth that the stone would call an ally, or is Yasa friendly enough with Allura that he calls her Ally? Well, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. That's actually pretty funny. Um, <laughs> That's uh, my, I don't even want to know if it's true. That's that's pretty funny. Uh, I, I will say ally was the intentional word. But that's, um, that's but That funny. is pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> M underscore uh, busutil, uh, however you pronounce it, well done. You don't have to say well, it so that's much like sexier a, than I did. Of course I do. And the way he looked into the camera, I, I got, I, you got to teach me, man. Some things you cannot teach. <laughs> It's like a fire sign theater. For everything there. else, there's MasterCard. You said that you would call an ally. Oh, you mean Ally? Yeah, she's in back. Yeah, Just don't worry, back. we'll bring her in. Can't get there from here. She's a good old, good yeah. old bones on that yeah. one. She'll, uh, she'll work Take out care for of you. It. Yeah, it's no problem. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. It's just funny hearing like Allie in Alexandria, you know? Like that's kind of interesting. <laughs> that's her nickname. It's cool. That's I love what it. Calls her. I love it. Allie Sheedy. So then, is anybody else allowed to call her Allie, or is it just Kima? Yeah, that's a good question. Mm. Uh, I mean, people in her past have called her Allie, but most of her communications now are with officious individuals. And sure. they go full title Allura, but people she... 800th high school reunion. Allie! If any members of Vox Machina at this point wanted to, or began to work through, they could. But, you know, Allura just seems to stick more often than not. Mm. 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 In my weird headspace. Mm-hmm. Canon in the twenty years between. No, I loved I all in. of that. I wanted more of that. Just <laughs> that. That was beautiful. <laughs> uh, Talison, mm-hmm. try to be as beautiful with an answer to this question from the Mango Fifty Five. Oh well, with the Mango then. How does the knowledge that the Bright Queen is spying constantly on the party and may have heard anything and everything that they have discussed weigh on Caduceus? Is he reevaluating his feelings about their loyalties? And who they should help? He's he he's been encouraging them encouraging them to practice a little bit of radical honesty, and I think if anything, I think he feels that this is a perfect example of why. Because <laughs> you don't have to be embarrassed about anything you said if all of you've been doing is saying the truth. Yeah. So he, I'm, he this is where he doesn't get that bright. Yeah. He it, it, again he's. He's aware that they're compromised, but he feels they're compromised just because they're not like really like they're they're not growing fast enough as people. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. everyone feels I about love me. that. That's Thank actually pretty like, great. No, it's just it's, they're there. They're playing it to everybody, and that and that was actually why he was he intentionally kind of tried to set up a thing of like, well, if someone's going to lie now, then we'll just put a lie out there and see. He, that was his whole his whole notion of like, just having that talk out in the open mm. is like we'll just have the talk out in the open, and this being this honest and truthful conversation means that either this information gets back to the Bright Queen in another correct way, or it doesn't, and then. She gets to know someone's not being honest with her. Like this, just put everything on the table. Wow. I mean, it's just you know, just just put you know, just put stuff out there. See what happens. Yeah. It's, it's not that. I mean, you know, it sounds good in theory, but I'm well aware. But mm-hmm. it's no, it's been, it's been kind of fun to watch all of you scramble and theorize and mm. figure out what to do. I wasn't expecting that reveal to happen. Uh, you know, that soon. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time. You know, when you're when you're given a house after doing a few deeds in enemy territory, and you represent the opposite side, you know, there's going to be some surveillance. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, you gotta, you know, it's it's, it's you gotta start you gotta start trusting people at some point. You gotta be truthful. I mean, yeah, you know, gotta 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 know how to do it. If, if you're lying all the time, then what's the good, good of it? You gotta you gotta save your mistruths for those moments when it's just going to help make somebody a better person. That's what I do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We don't, we don't do this often enough, man. I know. All oh. three of you oh. at the same time for the exact same duration. Oh my god. I feel called out. Good. Good. That's, that's, yeah. Good lord. Matt. I know he didn't turn yes. against you. Distract us from my 
blatant shittiness. <laughs> uh, going back to the happy fun ball. You mentioned on a previous talks, thank you for watching. <laughs> That the heirloom sphere, aka the happy foam ball, was never supposed to end up in the Mighty Nine's hands. Can you discuss how you went through taking an item they were never supposed to have and tying it into the story so seamlessly? Well put. Um, well, I mean, it, it was something that, that when I initially created it, it was meant to be a fun one off adventure with uh, Deborah Ann Wall's guest appearance. That's right. I was that but then, Yeah, but then they held on to it. And then when they encountered a powerful mage, I was. Uh, a lot of DMing is just rationalizing what's happening in the moment and then deciding how people in the world react to what's occurring. Mm -hmm. And so when they went to Yusa, this powerful archmage who is you know, largely unaffiliated with a lot of the other political matters in the world, and present this artifact that he immediately sees has some sort of you know, inherent ancient power and possible danger to it, he, he was very interested to have it, because yeah. if it's very dangerous, he would probably know how to put it, how to get rid of it, and if it was very useful, he would probably not want anyone else to have it. So um, once they gave it over to him, I was like, well, it's in his power now. They can, if they ever want to ask him questions about it down the road, maybe he'll answer it. And as time went on, I thought about kind of what I developed in the, the folding halls of Halas, and I was like, he would be very curious to learn whatever secrets Halas has locked away in there mm. before he disappeared and would be arrogant enough, like a lot of powerful older mages, to believe that they wouldn't be in danger of the, uh, of the various defenses there. And unfortunately, he fell a bit to his own uh, arrogance and had enough foresight to admit that if the, there was a possibility things could go wrong, to have some sort of a backup plan to call in help of somebody who would be of equal and respectable power. That's kind of where the... Uh, the the Sending Stone and Allura came in. Um, so a lot of it was just rationalizing those possibilities and then tying in the elements of the Laughing Hand and um, when I was developing the backstory for him and everything, I was thinking whatever the, the, the process that was designed to give him this kind of undying you know, existence meant in, uh, not quite a phylactery, but like some element of himself that was locked away and as long as this piece, Horcrux-like, existed, he himself couldn't be destroyed. Um, and I was like, where, where would they hide it? Where, where would this thing go? Well, they probably, if someone were smart and were working on the sides of the Prayer of Gods, they would put it, they would jettison it into, you know, somewhere in some chaotic outer plane where there is no real record of it. And I began to think, if there was something of this power, the people that would be arrogant enough to try and find it would be powerful archmages. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I began to think, like, well, this would be a fun way to incorporate a possible path they could take mm -hmm. to go after this foe if they were to, you know, Cross the streams a bit uh, and and get in the right place to make that that, ass, that yeah assertion. And Laura actually brought it up in an earlier episode as a possibility. I'd left just enough of a clue in the information they were researching because I I, I want to uh, to reward players, you know, researching elements of the world and wanting to find information about the threats that are ahead of them. And I put a little subtle thing in there. I wasn't sure if anyone would pick up on it, and Laura picked up on it. And then once they decided to go after, to find help from Yusa, I was like, all right, well, it's a possibility they can. You know, have these things converge, and one real good roll later, and, and one really good roll later, I was like, "Yeah, the, you would you would begin to connect the threads here." Mm. So that was a situation of setting up some possibilities and being really proud of the players following the path to it. Yeah. So you hadn't really thought it through. Not at all. Not at all. Just kidding. Danny, mm. I was not expecting that, but hmm, next time we'll just leave those questions out. <laughs> it's so funny that Laura was the one paying attention when. Uh, <laughs> Paying attention is really a—that's a strong phrase. You're right. She's always paying attention, though. Just, just, just for the for the sexual. Uh, yeah. I love you, Laura. If you're watching the program, we just want you to know that we love you and appreciate everything. God. That you've done for everyone this this week. <laughs> the beautiful baby boy, mm. Talison. Yes. Tessa Windenhofer. Windenhofer. Wants to know. It's a cool name. It's a mm -hmm. very cool name. Caduceus seemed to be working on, or working to check in his friends. What? To check on his friends. Oh, it's spelled wrong. It's an O instead of an, it's an I instead of an O. Check in his friends more so than usual once they got into the happy fun ball. Does he have any specific concerns? And if so, does he plan to be forthright with his friends? 
I, 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 th I think he finally is hoping that this is going to be the moment where everyone starts working together the way that they do in his head. Mm, uh, interesting. <laughs> How fun would that be? Uh, it, I, it's never going to happen, and I know that. Um, but I, 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 th I think that there was a lot of, like, we know that this place is distracting. We know that there's going to be a lot of temptation, so let's just keep everybody moving. Like, give like a, like a little red flag in the tour guide of like, all right, all right, everybody, we're moving. Mm -hmm. We're moving. Follow me. Follow me. And yep. it's not working very well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely the, the yeah, yeah. He, he's aware that there are a lot of temptations for everybody in this place, and that last time was a, it's a bit of a mess. What's the biggest temptation, you think? Well, the, 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 the easy one was there's a giant pile of books and he knew that there was that giant pile of books and was, was definitely doing the come on we can come back caleb, caleb we can come back mm -hmm. come back just mm -hmm. just just mm -hmm. walk away these will be here when we come back yep don't don't uh don't don't go off 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 target yet stay on target stay on target, stay on target. we just gotta we just gotta like get 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 our guy and get out then we can come back in and find that stuff but mm -hmm. it's not going anywhere Books are a big temptation. Except We're gonna get it. Totally <clears throat> went wizards, wizards. What? <laughs> of, of course, it totally went somewhere. Of course, already. it went somewhere. Yeah, it did. <laughs> hey, here's a screen name. A we mom call. and Toys R Us. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we'll be back in like oh, three hours. I'm like, soon. no. Okay. Oh, that's fair. R.I.P. Toys R Us. And now I have one by my house. It just makes me sad. Yeah. yeah. What's it? What are they? Do? What are they doing in there now? Is there nothing? Like squatters. I mean, I hope so. Should be to, anyways, right? yeah. yeah, not to bring it out. This is LA. I sure hope people are squatting in there. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's, a, it's a roof and four walls. It's a huge one. It was a pretty iffy Toys R Us, to be fair, because it, you know, it's one that used to actually have like a little Japanese toy store next to it that used to buy all the cool stuff from Toys R Us and then just mark it up 300%. Oh my God, I love it. Store. Back in like, back in like, 2002 when we would just be so angry all the time. I know the one you're talking about, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, that's just... Mm. That's hilarious. They're both gone now. No, sorry. Here's a screen. <laughs> Usually you sure destroy everything else I'm sad about except that one. Yeah, now. you cut uh, off the supply. You cut off the, yeah. Got nothing now. <laughs> Here's one we can all relate to. This screen name is at considered tired. Mm. Yeah, nah, that's fair. That might be my, I may have asked myself a question. I'll fight you for it. <laughs> Matt, when Allura got her first impression of Mighty Nine, did she see something of Vox Machina in them? Is that why she was so quick to give them opportunities to earn her trust? Is that uh, look at them? I would say, I mean, similar elements in the fact that they are quick to offer up information about themselves <laughs> to help with the situation, and kind of in her circumstance, thinking, okay, well, if they were very, if they weren't trustworthy, they'd probably be a little more dodgy mm -hmm. about presenting themselves so quickly in that manner, um, and honestly. Being in a scenario where she's like, "Well, I don't have to do too much in this. If they want to go into this dangerous circumstance and, you know, chase after Yusa, I'll help guide them. I'm not going in there. So either they make it through and prove themselves, so they don't make it out, and well, everyone learns a valuable lesson. Learns a valuable lesson. <laughs> That's so. why I didn't do the haunted house. I didn't want to get punched in the face. <laughs> Oh man! I knew he's going to punch danger. one person in the face. It doesn't matter how much makeup you put on me; it will it be. It's probably going to be Sam because there's a lot of face to punch. Let's be Sam fair. Sam was yeah. terrifying. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, he was. You looked great. Marisha looked terrifying. You looked terrifying. Thank you, Brittany. I'd like Brittany. never want to see that again. Nope. Brittany was the most terrifying thing. I saw her today and just normal, and I was like, get up the fuck away from me. <laughs> Mm. Ruined Britney for you. Yeah, one of the guys said the woman came by with an axe looking for you. I said, well, that could be anyone. <laughs> Talison. <laughs> yes. Clayfer wants to know. Clayfer. Caduceus hasn't been having much luck lately in his conversations with the local flora and fauna. Matt, I know what that means. Prove to me you do. Just kidding. <laughs> Matt had to tell me earlier what that meant. I was like, what's mm. flora and fauna mean? I don't remember those NPCs. You never seen Sleeping Beauty? No, I saw the one where the 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 horse's mom dies at the beginning. What? Never mind. Does this dishearten him, or does he consider it a success to make an attempt, regardless of how useful it is? He always can. He can. He he considers it a success. And as and yes, that's true. A few things have been turning on on him recently, but like not violently. And uh, again, never hurts to be polite. <laughs> Uh, but 
honestly, it's 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 not about cooperation. It's it's honestly, it's just about being polite and respectful of your environment. So he's always trying to be polite and respectful. And if and if uh, if you know the 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 local flora and fauna are being, uh, um, well, you know, irritable. Mm. Has nothing. It honestly, probably has very little to do with him. I mean, he's just trying to get through here with as little, little harm as possible, and just like make their way through. Lots of stuff is going to, you know, trounce through this forest or wherever they are. And yeah, things have been things have been a little, a uh, little bitey, chompy, or uh, or uncooperative lately. Well, when you're used to being collateral damage. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ow. nature can be cruel. Frogs have really been fucking with the you. The frogs have the frog the frog hurt. I will admit the frog hurt. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Episode 80. Frog not, Hurt. Frog <laughs> Hurt was the alternate title. Not cool, was, man. I knew it. Not yeah. cool. <laughs> not cool, man. It was really, we were working on something. You couldn't have waited. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's a cool one, Matt. Owl yeah. Seer. Owl Seer. Owl Seer. Mm-hmm. Almost as cool as Owl City, Max's favorite band. Remember the Owl City? No. When I said to laugh loud, Matt? Yes. Uh, he's going, he's laughing like that. Let it out, brother. Specifically, don't do that. Oh, yeah, just don't encourage him. Stop it. There have, been, there have been some juicy lore drops lately. Of that, no one's arguing. That's a good band. Which has me, <laughs> juicy lore drops. Yeah. I saw them at the Troubadour 97. Killer show. <laughs> I think we made out at that show. <laughs> which has me, Which has me wonder, in the campaign so far, what's been a piece of lore you've particularly loved giving to the Mighty Nine when they rolled high enough? Um, I mean, the recent episode, it was really fun to help Bo connect the dots between the, the Heart of the Laughing Hand and the Folding Halls of Halas, mm-hmm. because that was a spark of hope mm. after so many things had seemed to have failed in succession. Um, so that was a fun, fun gift there. Uh, I also really enjoyed giving them information about uh, some of the more, what's the word I want to use? Vague inconsistencies with the Angel of Irons. Mm. Fun little teases here and there for them to follow as time goes on. Um, I think, I mean, honestly, just, I've I've enjoyed talking about any of the lore, uh, especially about like, the Kreen Dynasty and the uh, the Luxon, things that are very, very new to this you know setting and world than classic D and D expectations. Anything that you know is, is very surprising to the players who are somewhat familiar with kind of the general overall lore of D and D. So it's always fun to kind of step into a place where I get to surprise the players mm-hmm. and teach them something new about the world they're living in. So I, uh, th- those those are the ones that recently come to mind. I'm sure there've been many, but you know I'm on the spot. And that's all I can think of at the moment. Yeah. Danny, when you're doing the critical recap stuff, all the writing for that, do you just, do you take notes during the episode Thursday nights or do you watch later and take notes so you can just take in the episode? No, I take notes the whole time. You take notes the whole time? Yeah. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. I'm smart lady. Did I, did I, did I tell you, did I give you that advice? No. Okay. All right, well, it's time for Fan Art of the Week. Fan Art of the Week. <laughs> yeah. Fan Art of the Week. A fan Art of the Our Week. Fan Art of the Our Week. Day. <laughs> what was that? We were doing the Fan Art of the Week song. Yeah, yeah I love your song. version. Yeah. Oh, the remix was good. Hey, this week's Fan Art winner for Campaign 2, Episode 80, The Frog, what was it? The Frog Fell? The Frog Hurt? Sure. Frog Hurt was sent in by oh, at cool Bumblefly02. Bumblefly. Let's take a look. Oh, that's so cool. Isn't that dope? I want that on like a card on my thigh. So pretty. Oh, that's so cool. Zach, you've got a couple thigh tattoos, right? Wow. (sighs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did ask me. There is beautiful art that we need to be ooing over. I am am ooing over it. It just reminded me of one of Zach's thigh tattoos. That's all. Oh. Yeah, the one that's below Iron Man, but not the one next to Dr. Shivago or Dr. Strange. Hey, congrats to you, Mumblefly02. <laughs> Hell yeah, congrats! Yeah. Also Woo! on this Macassar Ebony Dice Vault, smelled by one one hundredth of the cast of Critical Role. Remember, 
You can enter our weekly contest by Smith. Rules for our contest are available at our website. What's our re- website, Tellison? Uh, it's uh, critroll.com. Wow. Yeah, look at that. Wonderful callback. Pays attention. I do. Occasionally. <sighs> I read it off the board. <laughs> Danny, highlight me here. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's find, let's see. Max just answered that one. Tellison Ariel Van Zant wants to know. That's another good name. name. They're really rolling in today. Tonight, yeah. Hopefully, maybe any relationship to Stevie Van Zant. They need. Me. They need a doctor because then they can be Professor Van Zant, which is really. Ooh. Yeah. But Professor Van Zant. Yeah. You just. Yeah. I want to use that as an NPC name. It's just so good. Write it down. Let's see how it's spelled. I just did. Hey, what role does Caduceus see himself playing in Ford's new journey with the Wild Mother? Wait, have we not had Talison on since that happened? No, I, I, I kind of I, I had backlog, so they kind of gave me a little break. Does he view himself as a spiritual guide, a big brother, or merely an observer? Uh, definitely there will be a, a bit of a spiritual guide. He's, he's, he's looking for moments to, to uh, have some conversations and, and reward some, some behavior and kind of help him... Uh, uh, right now, what he wants to talk to Ford about, which he hasn't yet, is is the like this isn't over. You this this is this is you you've not been given a, a cure, you've been given a way of walking forward to deal with this thing that's going to be the rest of your life now. So let's 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 have a conversation of what the rest of your life looks like now that you're doing this. Yep, I understand, and, and mm. I can and hopefully help you with that. But yeah, that's definitely I I think Caduceus suspects that Ford thinks he's fine now. Uh, or at least it's, it's kind of hoping that it's fine now. Yeah. And having the, uh, no, 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 no. There's there's work to be done still. Did you and Travis talk about it, or the, the, was it a uh, surprise to you? We did not talk about it. Yeah. Um, at, at, at best, I, I made sure that he understood the option that, like, just that he had to figure out what he needed, and it could be anybody, that there was not, this was not a, mm. it would be weird to, to, with a pantheon being the way it is and the way that 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 the different um that worship functions in D&D especially in this campaign uh, it would make far more sense to for people to be interested in bringing people to the gods rather than to a specific god i mean if there's someone who's very useful to a specific god that's one thing but with it being more of a pantheon sense it's more of just like you should pick a deity let me help you with that like i don't necessarily know if you need to come to where i am but like you should go somewhere yeah be good yeah devotion is is great especially to something more positive but uh yeah there there could have been it it would have definitely been like what what service do you do you need to be giving Mm -hmm. yeah Hmm. yeah what are your thoughts, Matthew, after hearing that? Especially, this is a cool perspective. Yeah, especially because he is he is a follower of a of a of a deity whose job is to give gifts to other deities. Like literally what they're doing is doing things to sort of as a as a part of a conversation between two deities F- from previously another deity. It's like there's a lot of yeah. it's it's a very wild mother perspective on it, like mm. just based on on what she represents and and kind of the place that she sits in the pantheon. Um, not other gods in the pantheon would necessarily would, would agree, agree with, with that. that, and some of them can be a little more, you know, jealous or covetous of worship, or at least be a little more um, f- feel a bit more forthright in what their purpose is, and as such, feel that maybe they deserve, you know, the attention of, of worship. There's, there's definitely and, some shade in, in 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 the gifts. I will also add. I mean, like actually in the lore of the like. <laughs> Remember, you couldn't have any of this if it weren't for me, so chill the fuck out. There's a little bit of nature above all. Remember that. But yeah, yeah, you guys are doing good too. <laughs> like that. Nature above all. Oh yeah, I can't, can't, you know. <clears throat> yep. If you want to have cities, you got to build roads, you know. Got them. No, you're just life saying, needs things to live. Life needs, life needs fucking things to live. Life Thank needs you. fucking things <laughs> to live. <laughs> That's the next t-shirt. I yeah. heard that in a Reba McIntyre song. <laughs> I was so tired that day. Oh, I flash back to that day so often. When you're Literally. tired, though, we always get the gems. That's well, I mean, yeah. the good that came out of my mouth, and I had that moment of, well, that came out weird. Thankfully, no one's going to remember. It's just going to pass untouched. And then I just hear People Sam go, tattooed. Sam Regal go, life needs things. I'm like, damn it. No. <laughs> I was fine. I was in the clear. If you had just, if you had just been like, if you just been texting on your phone, anything I else. Know. Then listening for that one second. If only you had been wiping glitter from your face. (laughs) Where were you? Where were you when I needed you? I was 
I was wetting the bed in New York. Oh, man. <laughs> Who knows what I was doing? Oh, hey, Matt. Yes. Question hi. for you from CD88. CD88? When the. Henry, what are you doing? He's so restless. Well, he's, he's going okay. around saying hi to everyone, but he keeps. But there's not really. There's not really so much to love here about New Scott, but. I disagree. When the nine were discussing. I like him. Wow, he's really going. He yeah. dresses a bit like a narc, but... Is this a real intervention? When the Nine were discussing <laughs> fighting allies outside of the dynasty and the Empire at the beginning of the episode, mm. had you already decided that they could meet Allura through Yasa? What were you thinking while they were having that discussion? Uh, th that was something that I definitely prepared, and they have many options for allies, or pushing more into allyship with people they've already met in the world. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, that was one option there if they decided to go for, for Yusa. So as they were having that conversation, in my head I was kind of doing the math of like, well, if they go here or they bring this person up, that might be a path there, this could be this. Um, so when they said that they were going after to, to stop Ayusa and Nicodranas, I was like, okay, they might be going the Allura path and that would be interesting. And so mm -hmm. so as, as it began to happen, I began to kind of put all my ducks in a row of the various options and places they might go and the people they might interact with. And I was kind of uh, internally excited that they chose that path because, you know, got to step step into, into my lady again. Yeah. What's interesting with having her relate to us too is like these, like like there are heroic teams and then there's the mighty nine. <laughs> we, are, I mean, like, and I and I hope you understand how much I, I delight in saying this. We are the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of of Exandria. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. There is, so there, is there, there are there are real players yeah. making real decisions somewhere far off, and we are just doing the can we make it to the end without being murdered? Yeah. yeah. Oh, are yeah. we going to be yeah. okay? In your case, no. <laughs> in my case, yeah. no. No. There there yeah. are other you you guys have encountered other adventuring parties yes. in the past, and there are other heroic. Parties doing good things in the conflict and the world around you, and we're just hoping that we're nobody's nemesis at this point. We're just right. really trying not to be like like a like a, oh no, it's a reverse version of us, but they're all good. Yeah. Oh no, God, so funny. That, that, yeah, I mean that's, yeah. that's a like, possibility. Oh, you are just evil, Caleb. Oh no, so I want to hear what good Caleb has to say. Oh God. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, we're just trying really hard not to be murdered by the by the by the forces around us. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. I know. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern is any is any indication you will none of you will survive to the well, end. I, I am aware. I, I think that's that. I mean, like I'm trying my best to hold on, but I really I really like the idea that we are just like on the this wonderful fringe of activity, and like someday we're gonna be like, wow, all that was happening. <laughs> yeah. We were we were drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, that's hilarious. I'm so appreciative of this insanity. Oh man, Sorry. I'm loving it. It's, uh, it's so different from the last campaign yes. and so unique in its own way, and I'm, I'm enjoying it thoroughly. <laughs> Thankfully, it's different. I like, I'm always Meaning like, you know, it's something new. It's not, I always yeah, like yeah. something new. Yeah, if the characters would have been all, you know, the same, it just would have been. I don't know why this is the, the international sign for heroic. But it is now. That's heroic? Da, 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 yep. da, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's the give emoji. You must pay the rent. I can't pay the rent. I'll pay the rent. Yeah, it's the what the my hero. Yeah, no, that, 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 that's solid. Thank you. Yeah, I know where you're going. All right, Talison. <laughs> despite what you just you did, I'm going to sneak in one more for you before we go. And this is from Les Brennian. Caduceus has always believed in following destiny wherever it takes him, but the group has been kind of aimless with too many things on their plate. Does he believe that this is just destiny at work, or is he at all worried at their lack of direction? I'm. I'm. I'm torn between between a metaphor that I'm saving for some later point at the in the game and uh, uh, I'll, I'll hold the metaphor and I'll find a, a slightly duller way to say it. Uh, Destiny doesn't work like that in his head. Mm. It's it's really it was just getting it was the we're just going to have to keep moving until we find the moment that we're useful. And it's that moment is that at that moment that we find that we are useful, that we find the thing that we were put forward to do. And it de it's not Destiny's job to get us there; it's our job to do what we are meant to do. Mm. Uh, I have a much I have a much loftier, more beautiful version of that, but I would I don't feel like laying it on the table here. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Will yeah. you whisper it to Matt and I later at the same exact time? Very quietly. 
with a lot of bass. Same place nice. as usual? Yes. Cool. The same old place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or the old same place. Yeah, my key card still works. <laughs> Unlike this place. No, uh, we, that was intentional. We change the codes every day. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. I'm like, Tuesdays, this should work. I need to be inside. I'm just being careful. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel like you got to answer that uh, enough? I, I feel okay. like, yeah, there'll, there'll be at some point probably a, a deeper yeah, I can't uh, wait. delve into, into what I've Is it going to be of... this campaign's life needs things to live? I it's, so. it's, I, I'm trying to remember like what con at what hotel room I sat down and was like, I should probably have like a, a unifying philosophy for the way that he and like kind of sat down and mm. sort of mapped out. This is, this is the, yeah, the Caduceus theory of the universe. And yeah. this is how I'm going to sort of follow my, follow my bliss. Yeah. So. But yeah, I did sit down at like some con where we were just all exhausted and like figure it all out and yeah. kind of note it all out. I like that. Yeah, that's a good time to do it mm. too. Well, we all look so good. Should we go to some goth club or something together? We're all in these fairs. Should we go back to work? I'm so tired. I'm probably going so to do. go back there's to so work. so much work to do. <laughs> it's yeah. only eight o'clock. Like, there's, there's a lot of work we could sneak in before yeah. the old shut eye time. Oh, don't worry. There's so, many things, time. There's so many things to do. There are. Oh, God. There are. It never ends. It never ends. It's all good work. It's, it's the best fun. work. It's the best work. It's, it's a lot. Fun. It's a it lot. never ends. But do you know what does? This, this show. program. Thank God. Yeah. This program. <laughs> Keep getting poked oh, by Danny. It. <laughs> mm. Great job. Great job. I told you I was going to be moving into a loud headroom, and he did it. It's his first night behind the big boy camera. <laughs> Good job, new Steve. We might even. That's all the time we have for tonight. <laughs> I would like to thank Talison and Matthew for joining us. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Episode 81 of Critical Role airs this Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific and then Friday, hopefully, at 7 p.m. on Deadwood Episode 1. Yeah. As always, yeah. don't forget to love each other. Don't worry. It's almost Thursday. Stay turnt, my friends. Remember, creepy and a crime. But wearing this jacket to a high school audition for Greece. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Good night. Good night from Henry and Lego Henry. Aww. Thank you for listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. If you like this episode, please drop a review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tox Machina airs live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you next time. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.